The Writings of Abraham Chapter 1 Behold, my son, I have caused to come into thine hands a fragment of the writings of Abraham, in which he hath left a record of his sojourn among men, and of the blessings of Yahuwah unto him. This I have brought to thee, that thou might restore that which is lost, that the fullness of the record in its original purity might be found again among the sons of Elohim. Behold, these things are sacred. Wherefore, send them not forth unto the children of men, but let them be for the edification of the elect, that your hearts may be turned unto the fathers, and ye may draw close to them, and they to you. Thus will the veil be withdrawn, and ye will commune with the general assembly and congregation of the firstborn, and shall even be ushered back into my presence. Go to now, and do this work which I have placed in thine hands. Amen. Chapter 2 I, Abraham, was born the son of Terah, who was prime minister to Nimrod, who reigned in Ur of the Chaldeans. Now this Nimrod was a wicked man and an idolater, and my father Terah was led to follow after his abominations. Moreover, Nimrod was a man of mighty power, for he was Master Mahon, and had in his hands the secrets of the ancients, as they had come down from Cain, wherein he knew the words of power and the signs for using them. And he had the holy garments, which had been given unto Adam in the garden, in which was great power. All of this power did Nimrod use to get gain, after the manner of the secret combination. With his power he had set out to build a tower which would reach to heaven, even the city of my father Enoch, which had been taken up, that he, Nimrod, might dispose Elohim from his throne. For Elohim had taken up his abode among the people of Enoch. But Elohim frustrated the plans of Nimrod by confounding the language of him and his people, that they could no longer remember the scattered words, and they scattered forth over the face of the earth. At that time Nimrod came and established the city of Ur, which is the city of light. For he retained his determination to build a city to rival the city of Elohim, that the light and power might center in him. And through the ministration of Satan, he did receive again some of the words of power, and did reorganize the secret combination among his people. But he had not power as the first, for the fullness of the pure language was not restored to him, according to the decree of the Most High Elohim. Now in all wickedness of Nimrod, my father stood by his side, for he was deceived by the subtle cunning and power which Nimrod possessed. Chapter 3 My father Terah was the son of Nahor, and Nahor was the son of Serug, and Nahor was the son of Serug, and Serug was the son of Reu, and Reu was the son of Peleg, in whose days the earth was divided. Peleg was the son of Eber, who was the son of Eber, who was the son of Salah, who was the son of Arphaxad, the son of Shem, who was Meshelzedek, which by interpretation is king-priest for he was a king and a priest of the Most High Elohim. Chapter 4 Noah was the son of Lamech, 
the son of Methuselah, the son of Enoch, who was taken up with his city, that they might minister unto those in the flesh who sought a higher law than was available to them on the earth. Now the birth of Noah was after this manner. While his father Lamech was journeying towards his home from preaching the gospel among the sons of men, most of whom had rejected his testimony, an angel of Yahuwah appeared unto him and saluted him, saying, Hail Lamech, thou favored one of Elohim. For according to the promise of Yahuwah, Elohim to thy father Enoch, thou hast been chosen to be father to him through whom the seed of the Elohims will be preserved through the great flood which the Elohims will send upon the earth in judgment. For all the sons of men have gone astray through the corruption of those angels who fell from among the Elohim and mingled their seeds with the daughters of men and begat sons of great strength and mighty wickedness. Yea, these have caused all flesh to corrupt their way before Yahuwah. Wherefore they shall be destroyed. Save thy son, who shall be the seed of the angels. Chapter 5 The mother of Noah was also the daughter of Methuselah, for Lamech and his wife had the same father, but different mothers. And when Noah was born, his body was full of light, which thing caused great consternation to his father and mother, and his father's wives and children, and all his house. Moreover, the child stood upon his feet when he had come forth from the womb, and his tongue was loosed, and he did sing praises unto Yahuwah, saying, I will praise thee, O Yahuwah, for thou art the source of all power, yea, the wellspring, whence it floweth unto the sons of Elohim. And thou art also abounding in wisdom, and great and mighty counsel unto thy servants. Nevertheless, though thou art an Elohim, who is long-suffering in judgment, the sins of the children of men have come up before thy face, and thy fury hath waxed strong, and will be visited with judgments upon the earth. Thy mercies, O Yahuwah, are beyond number. But thou art an Elohim that visiteth wrongdoing upon the children of men, who the fullness of their iniquity hath come upon them. Therefore shall the earth be destroyed according to the word of Elohim, which cannot fail. For the waters of the flood shall come upon the earth, and all things shall perish from before thy face, O Yahuwah. Nevertheless, in thee do we put our trust, for in whatsoever thou doest, O Yahuwah, thou hast ever done justly. Amen. Chapter 6 These things were a source of amazement and concern unto Lamech, who thereupon went unto his father Methuselah, and finding him in the temple, he said, My father, this day did my wife, thy daughter, bear a man-child. And at his birth the room was full of light, so that we could not look upon him, and when we could look upon him, behold, the child's hair was white, and fire seemed to come from his eyes. And then he stood upon his feet and sang a hymn of praise unto Yahuwah. And lo, he seemed to have the tongue of an angel. Tell me now the meaning of these things, and how can I raise such a son? Chapter 7 Hearing these words, Methuselah too was troubled and said, Fear not, my son. For although I know now the meaning of these things, I will go unto my father Enoch, for he is privy to the angels, and he will be able to explain all these things to us. Whereupon Methuselah traveled to the top of the highest mountain, whence he could speak unto his father Enoch. And he said unto him, My father, my daughter, 
who is the wife of my son Lamech, hath this day brought forth a man-child. And at his birth the room was full of light, so that they could not look upon him. And when they could look upon him, behold, the child's hair was white, and fire seemed to come from his eyes. And then he stood upon his feet, and sang a hymn of praise unto Yahuwah, and lo, he seemed to have the tongue of an angel. Thus saith my son Lamech, who is greatly perplexed as to the meaning of these things, and how he can raise such a son. Chapter 8 Hearing this report, Enoch comforted his son Methuselah, saying, Fear not, my son, nor fret thyself about this matter. For did not a holy angel visit thy son Lamech, and tell him that this should be the seed of the angels? And was it not so? For this cause hath these things happened. But on the eighth day, when the child is circumcised, he shall be covered and shall appear as other men, except that his hair shall remain white as a token, that through him Yahuwah will do a mighty work. This word did Methuselah return to his son Lamech, and he was comforted. Chapter 9 And on the eighth day, when the child was circumcised, he was covered that he became as other men, except that his hair remained white, and they called his name Noah, which by interpretation is comfort. Because, Lamech said, mine heart is comforted to know that my seed shall be preserved through the great flood. Chapter 10 And the child grew and waxed strong in wisdom, and mighty in the power of the priesthood. For he was initiated into the order of the ancients in his childhood, and learned the rites and ordinances and the powers of the priesthood, with the signs and tokens and key words, wherewith he could call upon the powers of heaven to combat the forces of the adversary. And when he was come of age, he took twelve wives and begat many sons and daughters, who grew up in righteousness, and served Yahuwah all their days. And some died, and others were caught up into the city of Enoch. But in the next generation they corrupted themselves. For the daughters of Noah's sons did go forth and lay with the sons of men, which thing was an abomination in the eyes of Elohim. Wherefore, Yahuwah said unto Noah, Behold, the daughters of thy sons hath sold themselves. For behold, mine anger is kindled against the sons of men, for they will not hearken to my voice. Wherefore, all those who go in unto them will be destroyed with them. Chapter 11 And when Noah was four hundred and fifty years old, he begat a son, and he called his name Japheth. Forty-two years later he begat another son of her who was the mother of Japheth, and he called his name Shem. Eight years later Noah begat a son of his wife Nama, who was the seed of Cain, and he called his name Ham, for he said, Through him will the curse be preserved in the land. Chapter 12 Now Noah had taken a wife of the seed of Cain, and she was a righteous woman. Nevertheless, the curse remained with her seed according to the word of Elohim. And Noah took her on this wise. For the word of Yahuwah came unto Noah, saying, Take unto thyself Nama, the daughter of Lamech, who dwelleth here in the city of thy fathers. For she hath been faithful to my gospel. Wherefore I shall preserve through her the seed of Cain through the flood. This Lamech, who was the father of Nama, was of the seed of Cain, being the son of Methusael, the son of Mahujael, the son of Erad, the son of Enoch, the son of Cain. Lamech had married Ada and Zillah, 
the daughters of Canaan, the son of Enos, the son of Seth, the son of Adam. Ada bare children unto Lamech, but Zillah was barren until her old age, when Yahuwah opened her womb, and she conceived and bare a son and a daughter. Her son she named Tubal-Cain, saying, After I had withered away, have I obtained him from the almighty Elohim. Her daughter she named Nema, saying, After I had withered away, have I obtained pleasure and delight. Chapter 13 While Nema was yet a child, great consternation fell upon the seed of Cain. For Erad, the son of Enoch, the son of Cain, had become a member of the secret combination and was privy to all its secrets until one night when Yahuwah appeared to him in a dream, saying, Erad, thou hast done evil instead of good, and hast followed after Satan rather than Elohim. Wherefore, I shall destroy thee in thine house when I send in the floods upon the earth. But Erad was pricked in his heart and pled with Yahuwah to show mercy and preserve his seed through the great flood. Seeing that his penitence was true, Yahuwah said to him, Erad, if thou wilt repent and reveal the evils of the secret combination unto the sons of Seth, I will have mercy upon thee, and I will join thy seed unto the seed of Seth, that it may be preserved through the great flood. Wherefore, Erad went forth and began to reveal the secrets of the sons of Cain unto the sons of Seth. Lamech, being Master Mahan at the time, found Erad sitting in his garden with Joram, the young son of Erad, and slew him. Thus Lamech slew Erad for the sake of the oath of the secret combination, and he slew Erad's son with him. But Tubal-Cain, the son of Lamech, had followed him and viewed his evil deed, which he had committed, and he revealed it unto his mother Zillah, and she unto her sister Ada. Wherefore, Ada and Zillah confronted Lamech with his evil, and cursed him in the name of Yahuwah for having slain Erad, who had repented of his wickedness from among the sons of men. And Lamech said unto his wives Ada and Zillah, Hear my voice, ye wives of Lamech, hearken unto my speech. For I have slain a man to my wounding, and a young man to my hurt. If Cain shall be avenged sevenfold, truly Lamech shall be seventy and sevenfold. Lamech's wives, therefore, feared to confront him further, but Lamech repented not of his evil deeds, and finding his son Tubal Cain at prayer, he slew him for having revealed his murders. When Ada and Zillah, the wives of Lamech, learned of this, they took the remaining sons and daughters and went unto their father Canaan's city and revealed the remainder of the secrets of this evil combination among the sons of Adam. Thus did Nema come to dwell among the sons of Adam, and she grew up before Yahuwah in righteousness, and was known for her tender care towards the sick and the unfortunate. Nevertheless, she had not husband, because she was of the forbidden race. Chapter 14 When the word of Yahuwah came unto Noah, saying, Take unto thyself Nema, the daughter of Lamech, who dwelleth here in the city of thy fathers, for she hath been faithful to my gospel. Wherefore, I shall preserve through her the seed of Cain through the flood. Noah went unto his father Methuselah. Methuselah inquired of Yahuwah, and returned this word unto his son Lamech. Verily, thus saith Yahuwah, 
Mine had made a name, hath I given unto my son Noah, that the seed of Cain might be preserved through the great flood, which I will send upon the earth. Wherefore, let not my son Noah fear to take her to wife, for in so doing he shall be blessed, for through him will come all nations. Wherefore, say unto him, Noah, my son, I have looked upon the evils of the sons of men, which have come up before me. For they have corrupted the whole earth, save only the city in which thou dwellest. Therefore, I will send in the floods upon the earth, but thou and thy seed will I preserve through the flood. For I will send mine angels to instruct thee in the building of an ark, wherein ye shall be saved. Behold, I shall establish thy seed before me forever, and I will spread them abroad over the earth, as numerous as the sand upon the seashore. Thy seed shall not cease as long as the earth shall stand, but through thee and thy priesthood, which will be preserved in thy seed, shall all nations be blessed. Chapter 15 When Lamech returned this word to his son, Noah rejoiced and praised Yahuwah, saying, I give thanks unto thee, O Yahuwah, for thou hast been unto me a strong wall against all that would seek my destruction. Yea, thou hast promised to shelter me from the disasters which are coming upon the earth, that the floods shall not come in upon me to destroy my seed from the earth. Thou hast set my foot upon a rock, that the sons of men shall not prevail against me. Yea, I will walk in the way of the ancients, in the paths which thou hast appointed will I spend my days, for thou art my shield and my deliverer, and in thee will I trust all the days of my life. Amen. Chapter 16 Thus did Noah take to wife Nama, the daughter of Zillah, the wife of Lamech, of the seed of Cain. Chapter 16 Thus did Noah take to wife Nama, the daughter of Zillah, the wife of Lamech, of the seed of Cain. And she bare him a son whom he named Ham. And thus was the curse preserved in the land through the great flood. For when the patience of Elohim was ended, in which he did grant a space of time for repentance unto the sons of men, the floods came in upon the earth and destroyed all flesh from off the face of the earth, save eight souls only. For Noah and his youngest wife, Ada, and his three sons, Shem, Japheth, and Ham, and one of each of their wives were preserved in the ark, which the angels had instructed Noah in building. The remainder of the righteous had died or been caught up into Enoch's city prior to the time of the flood, and these eight were saved. Chapter 17 Now, when the flood had abated and the ark had come to rest upon the top of a mountain, Noah and his family descended, and after offering sacrifices unto Yahuwah and dedicating the land, they began to till the ground and raise all manners of crop. And when the grape harvest was come in, Noah made wine and drank of the new wine in his tent. And his heart was made glad, and he rejoiced before Yahuwah for the bounty which Yahuwah had given him. And it was upon the feast of Pentecost, when Noah drank of the new wine before Yahuwah, and lay down naked in his tent to sleep. When Ham, the son of Noah, entered the tents, he saw his father sleeping naked upon his bed, with the sacred garments which had been given to Adam in the Garden of Eden laying nearby. Ham knew that he and his posterity could not bear the priesthood, 
because of the curse of Cain, which was upon them. And knowing there was great power in the sacred garments, he stole them from his father Noah and hurried to his tents. Rousing his family, Ham instructed them to strike their tents and led them away to the plain of Shinar, where he dwelt and where Ham died. Now Ham's wife was named Zeptah, and she was also of the seed of Cain, and they had a daughter named Zeptah. This daughter, after the death of Ham, led a body of his people westward until they reached a body of water in the land of Zeptah, which is Egypt, where they settled. And as the waters receded from off the land, they spread out and built many cities and temples. Chapter 18 Before the death of Ham, the sacred garments were given secretly by him to his son Cush. Cush also kept them hidden, and in his old age gave them unto his son Nimrod. And when Nimrod was twenty years of age, he put on the garments, and he derived great strength and power from them. Moreover, Nimrod was instructed in all the secrets of the evil combination by his father Cain, for Cain had not perished in the flood. Wherefore, Nimrod became a mighty man among the sons of men, and established his kingdom, and grew stronger and stronger in wickedness after the order of the secret combination, which was from the beginning. For Nimrod spread his dominion over all mankind, save those in the city of Shalom. Chapter 19 Shem ruled in the city of Shalom, and he was called Meshelzedek. After the departure of Ham from the presence of his father Noah, Shem and Japheth dwelt together in peace under the benign rule of Noah. But in time, conflict arose among them, and Noah led the seed of Shem to a new land which Yahuwah showed him, where they built a city which they called Shalom, the city of peace. Noah invested his son Shem with authority to reign as Prince of Peace, and Noah devoted his days to instructing his people after the order of the ancients. And his people dwelt in righteousness, and worshipped Yahuwah their Elohim, and served him. They established the order of heaven among them, and sought after the city of Enoch, and Yahuwah came among them, and ministered to them, and those who sought for the gain of this world went out from among them. For they held all things common after the order of Enoch, and no man had above his neighbor. Chapter 20 Among those who went forth from the city of Shalom was Peleg, who traveled to the northwest and established a city after the order of his father Noah. For Peleg was the son of Eber, the son of Salah, the son of Aphraxad, the son of Shem, and his people sought after the heavenly order and obtained it, for they were caught up like the city of Enoch. But Sarug, the son of Reu, the son of Peleg, followed not after the ways of his fathers, for he sought after gain for himself. Wherefore, he led those who were of a like mind with himself out from the city of Peleg, and they journeyed even into the land of Shinar and became confederate with Nimrod. Under the direction of Nimrod, Sarug and his companions entered into the secret combination and became men of power and wealth in Nimrod's kingdom. In the land of Shinar, Sarug begot Nahor, and Nahor begot Terah, my father. And Terah became great in the eyes of Nimrod, and Nimrod elevated him over all his people to stand at his right hand 
and advise him on all matters. The Writings of Abraham, Chapter 21 Now my father Terah took many wives and begat many children. And when he was sixty-five years of age, he took to wife Amthelo, the daughter of Cornabo, the son of Sarug, and she was a young woman of fifteen years. And when Terah was seventy years old, his wife Amthelo conceived and bare him a son whom he named Abram, which by interpretation is exalted father. For he said, Nimrod hath raised me on high over all his host. Wherefore, my seed shall reign as God's forever. Now this prophecy he spake, not knowing that it was of Yahuwah. Chapter 22 On the night that I was born, there were great signs in the heavens, and when Nimrod's astrologers saw them, they were astonished, and they spake evil of me to the king, saying that surely I should overthrow his kingdom. Wherefore, they counseled the king to purchase me of my father, that they might slay me, and thus frustrate the plans of Elohim. King Nimrod thereupon sent for my father, Terah, and spake unto him of the words of the astrologers, and asked for his son in return for a great sum of gold and silver. But the spirit of Yahuwah wrought upon my father that he was loath to give me up to the king. On the night that I was born, a son was also born unto one of my father's concubines, and this child my father took unto the king, and the king slew him in my stead. For thus had Elohim ordained that I might grow up to serve him, the only wise and true Elohim and strive to establish his order in the earth all my days. Chapter 23 Thus was my life saved by my father Terah, and he took me with my mother Amthelo and my nurse Edna unto a cave hidden in the mountains some distance from the city of Ur, where he secreted us and visited us each month at the new moon. For my father thus informed the king that he went each month on the new moon to a spot sacred to his family deity. For in the kingdom of Nimrod, each man worshiped Elohim of his own make, Elohim of wood and stone, each after the imagination of his own heart. Thus did I dwell in the cave with my mother, Amphelo, and my nurse, Edna, and knew no other man save my father, Terah, and my elder brothers, Haran and Nahor, who accompanied my father on his visits. Chapter 24 When I was three years of age, Yahuwah visited me in a dream of the night, and he said unto me, Abram. And I said, Here am I. And he said unto me, Abram, I am the Elohim of thy father's Peleg, and Shem, and Noah. It is I who preserved thy life from the wicked king Nimrod, 
would have destroyed thee. For I softened the heart of thy father, that he should hide thee away. This I did, for I have a mighty work for thee to do, in establishing mine order upon the earth. And verily, I say unto thee, I the end, through thee shall the wicked Nimrod be destroyed from off the face of the earth. Behold, thou shalt remain in this cave with thy mother and thy nurse for yet seven years. And at the end of that time thou shalt depart, and I will send mine angel to guide thee unto the city of thy father Noah, where thou shalt be instructed in the way of life. And from that time forth, Yahuwah instructed me often in dreams of the night, that my mind was opened in the ways of his kingdom. Chapter 25 When I was ten years of age, I departed from the cave by night, while my mother and my nurse slept, and the angel of Elohim met me and led me to the city of Shalom, where Noah and his son Shem dwelt, and no man knew where I was. And I dwelt with Noah and Shem for thirty-nine years, being instructed in all the ways of the Most High Elohim, and finding great happiness and peace and rest therein, I sought for the blessings of the fathers, and I received, under the direction of Noah and Shem, those instructions whereby I might enter into the order of the ancients, and I became a rightful heir and high priest, holding the right belonging to the fathers. For I was ushered into the congregation of the firstborn, and tasted of the fruits of heavenly life. Chapter 26 In my fiftieth year, Father Shem called me into his presence, and instructed me to return to the house of my father. For there were many there now who were seeking after light and truth, for they had seen the foolishness of worshipping idols of wood and stone, but they knew not where to find the true Elohim. And Father Shem blessed me, saying, Blessed art thou, Abram, of the Most High Elohim, for he hath looked upon thee, and found thine heart right before him. For this cause the Most High shall visit thee, and thou shalt stand at the head, and be the father of a multitude, for many nations shall spring forth from thy loins. Behold, in thy father's house dwelleth she to whom the promises belong, for she is a princess in the house of the Most High, and shall reign as a queen over thy posterity forever. Seek after her and take her to wife, for she will be the mother of the promised seed. The blessings of Elohim of Noah attend thee, my son, as thou journeyest on thy way, for from this time forth thou shalt be a wanderer in the earth, until thy seed shall come in to inherit this land by the power of Elohim and the sword of his might. Be faithful always, preach the truth in soberness, and be valiant in the cause of Elohim, and thou shalt be blessed forevermore. Amen. Chapter 27 With this blessing resting upon me, I gathered together my family, for I had taken seven wives in the city of Shalom, who had borne me fifty daughters. And although I had no sons of mine own flesh, yet I had adopted twelve sons of those who were faithful to the order of the ancients, and foremost among these were Eliezer of Damascus who had come to the city of Shalom seeking after the blessings of the fathers and had remained as my son. Him I appointed as steward over all I possessed for this journey. 
for he stood as mine heir, for I loved him as my son and brother. But father Shem said unto me, Eliezer is a good and righteous man, and he shall be greatly blessed in time and in eternity. But he shall not be thine heir, who shall take in the house of thy father. For she is ordained to be thy queen of queens, and the mother of thine heir. Wherefore, as I have said, I gathered together my wives and my daughters and my adopted sons and their wives and children, and I said unto them, Hear my words, beloved, and hearken unto my speech. For I have been sent with a mission unto the house of my father in the land of Shinar, to gather out the pure in heart who are seeking after the true Elohim. Gather together all your goods, and make your tents in which to dwell, and saddle your asses to travel upon. For the Most High Elohim hath declared that we shall be wanderers upon the earth from this time forth, until our seed shall come in to inherit this land by the power of Elohim and the sword of his might. Chapter 28 Then commenced they their preparations, and on the appointed day all was in readiness for our departure. And when Father Shem came forth to bless us, Father Noah came also with him. Now Father Noah dwelt in the temple, in the hearts of the city of Shalom, and seldom came out of the holy place, for I had never seen him without its sacred precincts. But he came forth at this time, and lifted up his hands and blessed us in the name of the Most High Elohim, and we departed from his house. Chapter 29 We journeyed slowly for the sake of the women and children, and we journeyed not upon the Sabbath day, nor upon any of the holy days. For we thought it better to worship Yahuwah our Elohim according to the pattern of heaven than to proceed rapidly upon our way. And we did know that Yahuwah prospered us in our journey and protected us from the power of all our enemies because we did faithfully serve him and worship before his throne according to the divine pattern. But at length we did arrive in the land of Shinar at the city of Ur. Now the size of this city was immense. Its buildings were grand and beautiful, with gardens upon the rooftops, and rivers of water running down from level to level. The streets were wide and smooth, and the inhabitants wealthy, dwelling in luxury. Merchant caravans continually entered and left her gates, and the great of all nations came here to pay homage to the might of King Nimrod. Nevertheless, the wealth of this great city was built upon sin, for the people served many idol gods and offered upon their altars men, women, and children after the same manner as the Egyptians. And they had numerous slaves who were kept down in bondage and poverty and were driven like dumb beasts to provide the luxury in which their masters dwelt. Behold, the inhabitants of the city did delight in whoredom and adultery and murder and all manner of evil, whereby they might get gain, and the anger of Yahuwah was kindled against them. Nevertheless, he did let them go on, that they might be fully ripened in iniquity before the fullness of his wrath should fall upon them. All of these things did Yahuwah Elohim show me in a dream on the night before we entered the city of Ur. And he said unto me, Abram, this city is vile and corrupt. 
But in it are some few souls who have not bowed the knee to their idol Elohim. And it is because of their prayers that I have brought you here, that they might be taught to worship the true Elohim after the order of heaven and be let out from wickedness and bondage. Wherefore, go into thy father's house, for thy mother hath sorrowed for these many years, and I have softened the heart of thy father toward thee, that he shall make thee welcome and will protect these against the anger of the king, such that thou shalt be able to accomplish thy mission. Behold, Abram, I am Yahuwah Elohim of thy fathers Shem and Noah, and of all the righteous fathers back to Adam. Wherefore, I will remain with thee, and confirm upon thee all the blessings of the fathers, and thou shalt stand at the head of a multitude. Amen. Chapter 30 In the morning before entering the city, I gathered my family together consisting of my seven wives, my fifty daughters, my twelve adopted sons, and three hundred and fifty men servants, whom Shem had sent with their families, being in all six thousand three hundred and seventy souls. And I said unto them, Behold, this great city is steeped in wickedness and sin, for the secret combinations which was from the beginning doth hold her sway. Wherefore, ye shall remain here under the direction of Eliezer, while I go alone into the city into my father's house. For Yahuwah Elohim of Shem and of Noah hath promised me that he will protect me against the anger of the king, such that I shall be able to accomplish my mission. I led my family in prayer before Yahuwah, kissed them all, and departing from them, entered the city. Chapter 31 Being led by the Spirit of Yahuwah, I found my father's house and, entering the gate, addressed the guard who was standing there, saying, Behold, I am Abram, son of Terah, who hath spent these forty years in the house of Shem. Take me now to my father. The guard stood as one dumbfounded, knowing not what to make of such a greeting, but at length called the boy whom he dispatched to locate my father. At length the lad returned, followed closely by my father, who was greatly surprised to see me, but who recognized me as his son by the inspiration of the spirit of Yahuwah. By this time my arrival had caused great excitement throughout my father's household, which was very large, and my mother, having heard of my coming, hastened to the place where we were, weeping and rejoicing, for she had thought that I had wandered from the cave and been slain by wild beasts in the wilderness. At length, she led me away to her chamber to talk with me, and I told her of all that had transpired with me since my leaving the cave, being led by the angel to the city of Shalom, of being instructed under the direction of Shem, of the increase of my family, and of the mercies of the true Elohim of heaven exercised in my behalf. I talked to her of the futility of worshipping idols of wood and stone made by men's hands which have no power in them, and of the order of the ancients, which was preserved in the city of Shalom under Noah and Shem, which I had been sent to proclaim in the great city of Ur. Chapter 32 My mother heard all my words and rejoiced in them, for she was one whose heart had been turned from the worship of dumb idols to the worship of the unknown Elohim. Moreover, a small body of like believers numbering about 100 souls met secretly in my father's house 
to worship the unseen Elohim and pray for further light concerning his ways, among whom were my brothers Haran, with his son Lot and his daughters Milcah and Sarai and my brother Nahor. Now when my mother had heard my words, she bade me remain with her until evening, when the believers were to meet in her rooms. Wherefore that night I met with those who had rejected the idolatry of their fathers, and they were all of the seed of those who had come out from the city of Peleg. Wherefore I rehearsed unto them all the things I had told unto my mother, and they likewise rejoiced therein. But unto my father I spake not of these things at this time, for he was yet privy to Nimrod, and was steeped in his evil ways. Chapter 33 When I had dwelt in my father's house for seven days, teaching the word of life unto the believers, I went unto my father as he sat in his outer court with his servants, attending the affairs of state. And when he would hear me, I said unto him, Father, where is the Elohim who created heaven and earth and all the host of them? My father Terah answered me and said, Behold, my son, those Elohim who created all things are here with us in the house. My lord, show them to me, I pray thee, I exclaimed. Whereupon my father Terah led me into a chamber in the center of his house, wherein were twelve great idol Elohim and numerous smaller ones. And my father said unto me, Behold, my son, these twelve great ones are rulers among the Elohim, and this largest one is ruler above all, and these others were their assistants in creating all things. And my father Terah bowed down and worshipped before his idol Elohim, and we departed from them. Chapter 34 When I departed from the presence of my father, I went unto my mother and said unto her, My mother, there is a great evil in this place, for my father keepeth a room full of idols in the center of his house, which thing is contrary to the commandments of Elohim. Wherefore, the wrath of Elohim shall not depart from this house until they are destroyed. Let one of the young men be sent, therefore, to fetch a kid of the goats and make thereof savory meat, for therewith shall I destroy these idols, in which is neither life nor power. My mother, therefore, summoned one of the young men who was with her in the house and sent him to fetch a kid of the goats, whereof she made some savory meat. When it was prepared, I took the savory meat from her and went into the room where my father kept his Elohim. And I prayed there unto Yahuwah my Elohim, saying, O Yahuwah, Elohim of Shem and Noah, look upon me in my weakness and strength, mine arm, that I might destroy these false Elohim, and give me the wisdom and strength to go through all that follows and endure until the end in service unto my Elohim. When I had spoken these words, the spirit of Yahuwah fell upon me, even the spirit of prophecy. And I was led to exclaim, Woe unto my father and this wicked and corrupt people among whom he dwelleth, whose hearts are all inclined to vanity. For they serve idols of wood and stone, the workmanship of their own hands, which neither eat nor smell nor hear nor speak. For there is no power in them and those who serve them shall likewise be powerless to escape when the wrath of Elohim shall overtake them in a day they think not. Chapter 35 At this time, the spirit of Elohim fell upon me in mighty power to strengthen my arm. And picking up a hatchet, 
which I had brought with me for that purpose. I destroyed all my father's idols, both wood and stone, by the power of Elohim which was in me, except for the largest in whose hand I placed the hatchet. Then going to my father, I said unto him, My father, I have seen a wondrous thing, for my mother did make me savory meat this day to offer before the Elohim who created all things. And when I took the meat in unto them, they all reached forth their hands to partake thereof. When the one who is ruler above all saw their words, he being angered left the room and returned with a hatchet, wherewith he destroyed the other Elohim, both wood and stone. And behold, he standeth there even now with the hatchet in his hand and the savory meat before him. Chapter 36 Hearing these words, my father hastened unto the room of the Elohim and found it even as I had said, and his anger was kindled against me. And he said, This is an idle tale thou hast told me, and false. Why hast thou done this thing and lied unto me? These Elohim have no life in them to do these things, for they are wood and stone. And behold, I myself have them made by the craftsmen. Why hast thou then come into my house to destroy my Elohim? The spirit of Yahuwah fell upon me at this time, that I should answer my father. And I said unto him, How is it thou servest these idols of wood and stone, the handiwork of the craftsmen, in which is neither life nor power to act? Can these which cannot deliver themselves from the hatchet deliver thee from the power of the enemy? Can they hear thy prayers when thou callest upon them from out of the midst of thine afflictions? Surely it is an evil thing that thou and thy people should serve these false Elohim. For Yahuwah, he is the Elohim who created heaven and earth and all that is in them. And he hath commanded all men to worship him only and to serve him all their days. Behold, your fathers in the days before the great flood worshipped false idols after the same evil combination into which ye have entered, and because of their perversions, they were destroyed. Will ye also go on in their wickedness to bring down the wrath of the Most High Elohim upon you, that ye too should be destroyed from under heaven? Nay, my father, but repent of this evil, and turn unto Yahuwah thy Elohim, and live. So saying, I took the hatchet from the hands of the remaining idol, and smote him with it, until he was destroyed. Chapter 38 My father, hearing my words and seeing what I had done, increased in anger against me, and hastened from his house unto the king, for he had access to King Nimrod both day and night. When he had entered the king's presence, he bowed down before him, and he said unto him, My lord king, fifty years ago a man-child was born unto my wife Amthelo, and when he was ten years old, we went on to the new moon to worship our ancestral Ilhim when my son wandered off into the desert and was lost. But he was found by the people of the desert and raised by them, and he hath recently found his way back into my house, and I have received him with honor as my son. Notwithstanding this, he did this day enter into the room of my Elohim and destroyed them and hath spoken against our Elohim and against that ancient order which hath been handed down from our first father, whereunto we are called. Now therefore, my lord king, send for him that he may be judged according to our law, that this evil may be put away from among us. The king thereupon sent three of his mighty men, 
who fetched me from my father's house and brought me before the king. Chapter 39 When I appeared before King Nimrod, he was seated upon his throne in all his glory, but it was darkness to me. At his right hand sat my father Terah, and around them sat the princes and noble ones of his realm. And the king said unto me, What is this thing that my father saith unto me, that thou didst this day enter into the room of his Elohim, and destroy them, and that thou hast spoken against our Elohim, and against that ancient order which hath been handed down from our first father, whereunto we are called? Chapter 40 I answered the king, saying, Why dost thou go on in wickedness to worship these dumb idols in which there is no power even to save themselves? Not only this, but thou hast led others to worship them and to enter into that order which is most abominable in the eyes of the Most High Elohim. For your father from whence it cometh is the devil, and it is full of lies and blasphemies and all manner of evil that men should lie and murder to get gain. Why wilt thou not serve the Most High Elohim, who created all things in heaven and on earth, who hath created these, and holdeth the power to sustain thy life, or to destroy thee? O foolish, ignorant, wicked king, woe shall be unto thee forever and ever, for thou art the son of perdition, for it is he who is thy father. Thou hast corrupted the earth with thy sins, and with the sins of thy people who follow thee. It was for entering into this wicked combination to get gain that your ancestors were destroyed in the flood when only eight souls were saved. Wilt thou and thy people follow in their paths? Then the wrath of the Most High Elohim will descend upon thee to smite thee from before his face. Now put away these evil ways and turn into the Most High Elohim and serve him, that there may be hope for thee. But behold, I see that thine heart is hardened in iniquity, that there is no repentance for thee. For the evil one hath sealed thee his. Wherefore, all thy ways shall come to naught, and thou and thy people shall be destroyed from off the face of the earth. Chapter 41 Then I lifted up mine hands to heaven, and I prayed, saying, O Yahuwah Elohim, thou who sees all the ways of the wicked, and will bring every evil deed into judgment, Look upon these evil ones and destroy them, that the whole earth be not corrupted by them and brought to destruction. Chapter 42 When the king heard my words and the prayer which I uttered, he ordered me to be cast into the prison house until he had determined what to do with me. And after ten days, the king gathered together all his counselors and rehearsed unto them all things concerning me. And when he had rehearsed all things unto them, he asked them, saying, What judgment shall such as one receive, who hath reviled the king and our Elohim and our holy order? And they returned judgment unto him, saying, The man who revileth the king should be hanged from a tree until he is dead. And the tree then fell to the ground while all the people shall shout, Thus shall it befall him who revileth the king. But this man hath not only reviled the king, but also our Elohim, and our holy order, and, according to our law, such as one shall be cast into a furnace of fire until he be consumed, that naught remain of him in the earth. Let therefore the fire be increased in the king's furnace, which is in Kazdim, where the king's bricks are made, and let this blasphemer be cast into the fire, that he be consumed. Chapter 43 
the king so commanded, and for three days and three nights was the fire preparing in Kazdim. And at the end of that time I was brought forth from the prison to be cast therein. Nevertheless, while I was in the prison, Yahuwah sent his angels to minister unto me and to comfort me. And they said unto me, Fear not, Abram, for thy work is not yet finished. For thou shalt yet become the father of many nations, and thou shalt preach the gospel in far places. Even in the land of Egypt shalt thou declare the mysteries of thy Elohim. And though they cast thee into the furnace, is not Yahuwah able to deliver thee therefrom? For through thy deliverance shall many be brought to bow down and worship Yahuwah thy Elohim, and forsake the evils of Nimrod. Chapter 44 Therefore I came forth from the prison confident in the power of my Elohim, and in his promise that I should be delivered from the fire. But as I came forth, the astrologers of the king looked upon me, and by the power of Satan they recognized me, for they saw me clothed in light. And they cried out unto the king, saying, O king of all the earth, surely this is the man of whom we spake unto thee fifty years ago, that he should rise up to overthrow thy kingdom. Wherefore was he not slain? Chapter 45 Hearing these words, the king was greatly troubled, and calling my father Terah before him, he exclaimed, Is this then thy son, who was to have been slain? And what child then did I slay at his birth? Speak now the truth, and thou shalt go free. But if thou speakest not the truth, thou shalt die with thy son. And Nimrod caused my father to swear concerning the matter. Chapter 46 And my father answered the king, saying, My lord king, I am guilty, for because of my tender feelings towards my son, I did substitute him for the son of my concubine, who was born on the same night. The king's wrath mounted, and in his anger he cried, Who advised thee to do this thing? Surely that man shall die. My father being terrified at the king's anger, said, It was my son, Heron, who so advised me. Now, Heron had not advised my father of anything, but the spirit of Yahuwah had wrought upon my father that he was loath to give me up to the king. And nevertheless, Heron was privy to what my father had done, and Heron was one of the believers in the true Elohim of heaven, but his heart was not firm, nor his faith sure. Wherefore, Haran said in his heart, If Abram be delivered from the furnace, then shall I know that Elohim of Abraham is indeed the true Elohim. Wherefore, Haran wavered in his faith, and his confidence waxed not great in the Most High Elohim. But my confidence was secure, for I knew that it rested upon the rock of my salvation, and that the word of Elohim faileth not. Chapter 47 now, when the king heard the words of my father, he caused that Haran should be also taken with me, and, leading us to the vale of Kazdim, they stripped us of all our clothing and bound us with cords, and cast us into the fire. Now Haran, because his faith was not perfect in Yahuwah his Elohim, was consumed in the fire that no trace of his body remained. But my faith remained firm in Yahuwah, and he sent his angels to sustain me and released me from my bonds, and I was three days and three nights in the furnace with the angels, conversing with them and being instructed by them. 
Chapter 48 After the third day, the king sent his servants to govern the fire that it might again be used for making brick. But when they came up to the furnace after the third day, the king sent his servants to govern the fire that it might again be used for making brick. But when they came to the furnace, behold, I was sitting therein conversing with angels whom Elohim had sent. Therefore, the servants of the king, being greatly astonished, went and told him of this matter, but he would not believe them. However, when the men persisted in their tale and showed great consternation, King Nimrod himself came into the furnace. But the angels had departed, and I sat alone in the flames. When he saw me therein, unconsumed, the king cried out in alarm, O Abram, art thou a sorcerer greater than ours, that thou should live in the flames unconsumed? But I answered him, Not so, O king, but the Elohim of heaven, who is the true Elohim above all, hath sent his angels unto me, and hath preserved me from this fire. Being much amazed, the king exclaimed, Come forth then from the fire, for I see that no power of mine can harm thee. Chapter 49 Whereupon I ascended from the furnace and stood before the king and his counselors, who examined me closely, but, behold, even mine hair was not singed. Wherefore, the king caused garments from his own wardrobe to be brought, and I was clothed therein, and he caused me to be seated upon a throne at his right hand, where my father was wont to sit. And he said unto me, What of Haran thy brother, who was cast into the furnace with thee? Did the angels carry him away to some far place that he might be saved? But I replied unto him, Nay, but the faith of my brother was not perfect in the Most High Elohim, wherefore he was consumed in the flames. Upon hearing this, the king marveled and permitted me to speak in his court concerning the Most High Elohim and the redemption which should be wrought in behalf of those who believed on his name. Nevertheless, the heart of the king was not changed, for he gloried in power, and he thought to learn from my power by permitting me to speak. But about three hundred men of those who sat in the king's court were converted unto Yahuwah, and followed no more after the evil order of Nimrod. Wherefore, they were cast out of the king's presence. But as for me, the king gave me many gifts, and sent me away in peace, and many were joined unto the believers in Yahuwah from that day. For having heard of my salvation from the fire, multitudes came to my father's house to hear of the Elohim who could do such mighty things, and many were converted unto the truth. The Writings of Abraham, Chapter 50 Now among the believers were Lot, the son of Haran, and Haran's daughters, Milcah and Sarai. Milcah was fair, but Sarai was beautiful above all women. Her face was that of an angel, filled with light, her cheeks as two roses in full bloom, her hair as spun gold, which men treasure above all her eyes as pools of blue, reflecting the glory of Elohim's sky, her nose delicate and lovely, and her countenance truly was fair as the sun. 
Her breasts, like two mountains rising above the plain of Shinar, were fair to behold, and her complexion truly like the clouds in purity. Her arms were calmly, her hands perfect and delightful to behold, always in the service of those in need, and quick to hasten to the service of Yahuwah her Elohim. Her palms were lovely, unmarred by her constant labor, her fingers long and slender. Her feet were calmly and always set in the path of truth. Her thighs were well-rounded and soft, yet never failing to sustain her in her labor of love in behalf of the servants of Elohim. Truly, no maiden was fairer than Sarai, the daughter of Haran, for her beauty was greater than all other women, and she excelled them all. But with her beauty was great wisdom and perfect faith in Yahuwah, and constant service in behalf of the saints, for her hands never cease from blessing the people of Elohim. Wherefore, my brother Nahor took Mocha, the daughter of Haran, to wife. But I, Abram, took Sarai at the direction of Yahuwah, and I found great joy in her. Chapter 51 But behold, Satan was not content to have me continue to disrupt his kingdom in peace. Therefore, he sent a dream unto King Nimrod, in which the king did see that I should be the destruction of himself and of his kingdom. Moreover, it was shown the king in his dream that three of his own household, even Zipta, Lilith, and Nephrateri, daughters to Onita, the son of Nimrod, who were virgins, had joined the believers of the Most High Elohim. When the king awoke from his sleep, he was angry, and he caused that I, with these three virgins, Zipta, Lilith, and Nephrateri, should be seized and bound and carried to Potiphar's hill, at the head of the plain of Olishim, to be sacrificed unto the Elohim of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. And these three virgins did the priest of Pharaoh offer up upon the altar, and they died singing praises to Yahuwah and bearing witness to the truth. Wherefore, they shall be blessed forever, for they have entered into the rest of Yahuwah. Chapter 52 And when these virgins were slain, the priests of Pharaoh took me also and laid me upon the altar to slay me. But I cried unto Yahuwah my Elohim, for I knew that my mission was not yet ended. And Yahuwah heard my voice, and sent his angel to loose the cords wherewith I was bound. And I saw Yahuwah seated upon his throne. And he said to me, Abram, Abram, behold, my name is Yahuwah, and I have heard thee, and have come down to deliver thee, and to take thee away from thy father's house, and from all thy kindred, into a land which is unknown to thee. A land which I have promised unto Noah should be an eternal inheritance unto the promised seed. Behold, I will lead thee by mine hand, and will put upon thee my name, that thou shalt bear the priesthood of the fathers and the power thereof. As it was with Noah, so shall it be with thee, that through thy ministry and the ministry of thy seed bearing this priesthood, my name shall be known in the earth forever, for I am thy Elohim. And Yahuwah broke down the altar of the idol Elohim by an earthquake, and smote their priests that they were all destroyed. Chapter 53 But I hastened to my father's house 
where all the believers were gathered, fasting and praying for me. And I said unto them, Up, for this day we shall depart from this city, that Yahuwah may visit it in wrath and vengeance. Wherefore, all the believers gathered together and followed me out of the city to my camp. And we struck our tents and departed from the land of Shinar to go to the city of Shalom to confer with Father Shem. And my father also, seeing that the king's face would be set against him, gathered together his goods and followed after me. We journeyed slowly, for I had with me many souls, both women and children, and women with child. Chapter 54 When at length we arrived at the city of Shalom, Father Shem came forth to greet us, bearing bread and wine, which he blessed and gave to us. And he said unto me, Blessed art thou, Abram, for the Most High Elohim hath multiplied thee. And behold, thy seed shall be even as the sand upon the seashore without number. Go to now with this great multitude into the land of Canaan, for unto thee and thy seed will I give this land for an everlasting inheritance, saith Yahuwah Elohim Almighty. Amen. Chapter 55 Thus we departed from the presence of Shem, and moved to the vicinity of Ludor, which city we denominated Haran. And we dwelt in the suburbs of Haran for three years, for there was much pasture there, and a space large enough for the multitude which accompanied me. And I preached the gospel in Haran, and many souls were added unto the faithful in that place. Chapter 56 And there was a famine in the land, but the land of Haran was blessed for our sakes, that the famine there was light. But at the end of three years, the famine abated throughout the land. Wherefore Lot, my brother's son, and I went before Yahuwah in prayer after the manner of the ancients. And in answer to our prayer, Yahuwah appeared unto me and said, Arise, Abram, and take Lot with thee and all who follow after thee. For I have purposed to take thee out of Haran and to make of thee a minister to bear my name in a strange land which I will give unto thy seed after thee for an everlasting possession when they hearken to my voice. For I am Yahuwah thy Elohim. I dwell in the heavens. The earth is my footstool, for I shall surely walk upon it when I come to redeem my people from their sins. My name is Yahuwah, and I know the end from the beginning. Therefore, my hand shall be over thee, and I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee above measure. And make thy name great among all nations, and that shall be a blessing unto thy seed after thee, that in their hands they shall bear this ministry and priesthood, even the priesthood of the fathers after the holy order of Elohim, unto all nations. And I will bless all them, even as many as shall receive the gospel through thy name, for they shall be called after thy name, even the seed of Abram, as though they were the seed of thine own flesh, and they shall rise up and bless thee as their father. For I will bless them who bless thee, and curse them who curse thee. In thee, through the priesthood which thou bearest, and in thy seed, through thy priesthood which they shall bear, which cometh down from the fathers, shall all the families of the earth be blessed with the blessings of the gospel, which are the blessings of salvation, even of life eternal. For I give thee this promise, that thy seed shall sprinkle all nations, that through them the right to this priesthood may encompass all mankind, that all may be brought into the covenant through obedience to the law and ordinances 
of the Gospel. Chapter 57 Now when Yahuwah had ceased speaking with me, I praise Yahuwah, saying, Thy servant hath sought thee earnestly, now have I found thee. Thou didst send thy angels to deliver me from death many times. Shall I not do all these things which Yahuwah my Elohim requireth of me? Blessed art thou, O Yahuwah, who bestowest thy love without measure upon the righteous, but hatest all iniquity. But I have kept thy statutes to walk therein, and have received thine ordinances unto myself, wherein thou hast blessed me with the spirit of knowledge and truth. For my part, I will love thee freely with all my heart and soul. I will cleave to thine holy law, to not turn aside therefrom in all thou hast commanded. I have learned through the gift of thine Holy Spirit that no man is able to choose his own way nor direct his own steps, for all such will fall into the pit. In thy hand is the shaping of each man's soul, which thou hast ordained to conform to the image of thy Son. Wherefore, I will embrace the Son and call upon Elohim for mercy forevermore. Amen. Chapter 58 Therefore I took Sarai and Lot and all my family and all Lot's family and all the souls who had joined us in Ur and in Haran who would come, and we departed out of the land of Canaan. But my father had departed not from his idolatry. Wherefore he remained in the land of Haran, and Nahor also remained with some others who departed not from the truth of the living Elohim. Chapter 59 when we had come into the land of Canaan, I built an altar in the plains of Morah and offered sacrifices unto Yahuwah. And Yahuwah appeared unto me and said, This is the land which I will give unto thee, and to thy seed after thee, forever. I will make thy seed like the stars of heaven, and I will give unto them for an inheritance all the land which belongeth unto the Canaanites. For surely I will destroy them from off the face of the land when their wickedness is full. Wherefore, I praised Yahuwah for his mercy, and we departed from that place and journeyed toward Bethel. Chapter 60 And when I reached Hebron, I tarried there for two years, but the famine again waxed great in the land. Hearing that there was no famine in Egypt, I determined to journey into the land, remembering the word of Yahuwah unto me in Ur, that I should declare the mysteries of my Elohim in the land of Egypt. And behold, Yahuwah blessed us on our journey, that it was made light unto us, and we journeyed until we reached the Kermion, one of the branches of the river of Egypt, where we rested from our journey for a season, for here the famine was not so severe. But remembering the word of Yahuwah, my Elohim unto me, when we were recovered from our journey, I determined to move forward across the seven branches of the river of Egypt into the heart of the country of the Egyptians. Chapter 61 but on the night before I entered into Egypt, I dreamed a dream. And behold, in my dream I saw a cedar and a palm tree, and the branches of the palm tree were wrapped around the cedar. Suddenly a group of men approached, seeking to cut down the cedar and leave the palm tree to stand alone. But the palm tree cried out, saying, Cut not down the cedar, for whoever seeketh to fell it shall find the curse of Elohim resting upon him. So the men desisted, and the cedar was spared by the act of the palm tree. Chapter 62 
When the dream was ended, I awoke from my sleep and wondered at it. Wherefore, I went before Yahuwah in prayer and besought him, saying, O Yahuwah, show me the interpretation of this dream which I have had this night. And Yahuwah said unto me, Behold, Sarah thy wife is a beautiful woman to look upon above all the women of the earth. Therefore, it shall come to pass that when the Egyptians shall see her, they will say, She is his wife, and they will seek to slay thee for the sake of obtaining thy wife. Let Sarai thy wife therefore say unto them, He is my kinsman, and thy soul shall live. For thou art the cedar, O Abram, and Sarai is the palm tree. And this is the interpretation of the dream. For through the act of thy wife, thou shalt be saved, and the way will be open for thee to preach the mysteries of godliness in the court of Pharaoh. Thou shalt be saved, and the way will be open for thee to preach the mysteries of godliness in the court of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. For these Egyptians are thy kindred of thy seed of Eber, and it is my will that the truths of the everlasting gospel should be brought to them. Chapter 63 Now I had heard while I dwelt in Haran that some of the seed of Eber had entered into Egypt and driven the seed of Ham to the south and taken possession of the land. But these followed not after the Elohim of their father Eber, but worshipped idol gods, even as did my father Terah. But they followed not after the abominations of Nimrod. Now these Hebrews were of the seed of Hedorim, the son of Joktan, the son of Eber. And Joktan was the brother of Peleg. And Eber was the son of Salah, the son of Arphaxad, the son of Shem. Wherefore, Yahuwah had sent me to preach the gospel unto those who had departed from the Elohim of their fathers. Chapter 64 Wherefore, I awakened my wife Sarai, and I said unto her, I have had a dream of Yahuwah. Tell it to me, she said, that I may know what it is. Therefore, I related unto her the dream, and all that Yahuwah had said to me concerning it, and I added, when the men of the land shall inquire of thee, saying, Who is this who accompanieth thee? Say unto them simply, He is my kinsman. Thus shall my soul live, and Yahuwah will use their love for thee as a means whereby the gospel shall be preached among them. Fear not to do this thing, for they will neither defile thee, contrary to thy covenants, nor slay thee, but all shall come to pass to the glory of our Elohim. Chapter 65 Sarai, my wife, was fearful when she heard of the danger through which we must pass, and wept that night before Yahuwah. But she placed her trust in him, and was comforted by his Holy Spirit. The next day we moved on across the seven branches of the river, and proceeded toward Phone, where Pharaoh dwelt. But I kept Sarai hidden until we reached Phone, for it was the home of Pharaoh, that Yahuwah purposed to use her great beauty to open the heart of Pharaoh until the work of Elohim. When we reached the city, three of Pharaoh's officers met us, and I brought Sarai forth to sit at my right hand while I gave them audience. And according to the word of Yahuwah, while I attempted to explain unto them our having come there because of the famine in the land of Canaan, and that we sojourned among them, they kept bestowing compliments upon Sarai for her great beauty and wisdom and the luster of her countenance. Chapter 66 When the men departed from me, 
they went directly into the presence of Pharaoh. And when they had eaten with him, he had good wine brought forth. While they drank together, they began to speak unto him of what had transpired. But all they could speak of were the beauties of Sarai. How beautiful is the woman Sarai, they said, who sitteth at Abram's right hand. How calmly is the shape of her face. How delicate and fine spun are her tresses. How beautiful her eyes. How delicate is her nose and the whole luster of her countenance. How fair are her breasts and how calmly with all is her complexion. How calmly too are her arms. How pleasing are her hands to behold. How lovely her palms. How long and slender her fingers. How calmly are her feet. How well-rounded her thighs. None of the maidens and none of the brides that enter the bride chamber are fairer than she. Her beauty is greater than all other women, and she excels them all. Moreover, along with all this beauty, she hath great wisdom, and the workmanship of her hands is fair indeed. Chapter 67 When he heard these words, Pharaoh lusted after Sarai, and he sent his servants to fetch her to him. Knowing it to be the will of Yahuwah, I let her go, although mine heart was grieved within me. When Pharaoh saw her, his lust grew within him, for he was overcome by her beauty. And he took her into his household as his wife, and sent men to slay me, that I might not rise up to claim her. But Sarai, seeing these things, said unto Pharaoh, He is but my kinsman. Wherefore, Pharaoh called back his men, and my life was spared. Chapter 68 But Lot and I and all our household spent that night in prayer before Yahuwah for Sarai, that she might accomplish her mission, and that she might not be defiled contrary to her covenants. And I stood with mine arms stretched out toward heaven after the holy order of Elohim, and I said, Blessed art thou, O Yahuwah, the Most High Elohim, Lord of all worlds and Lord and Ruler over all things. I know that thou dost rule over all the kings of the earth, executing judgment upon them in righteousness, even as thou didst save me from the evil designs of the mighty king Nimrod. Now do I complain before thee concerning Pharaoh, king of Egypt, who hath violently abducted my wife Sarai from me. Wreak justice upon him in my behalf, and let me behold thine hand wax mighty against him and against all his household. And let him not be able this night to defile my wife, contrary to her covenants. Let them come to know, O Yahuwah, that thou art Yahuwah of all the kings of the earth, and the ruler of all men. For this cause did I suffer Sarai to go among them according to thy counsel. Chapter 69 And Elihim hearkened unto my prayer, and withheld his spirit from the Egyptians, that none of them were able to come at their wives that night. In the morning, consternation reigned throughout the land of Egypt, for no man had been able to lie with his wife all that night. Pharaoh also was greatly perplexed, for although his lust toward Sarai had grown throughout the night, he had been unable to satisfy that lust because of the curse of Elohim which rested upon him. Therefore, he summoned all of his wise men and the physicians of his household, but none could heal him, and all had suffered the same affliction. Chapter 70 Then the spirit of Yahuwah fell upon Sarai, and she said, My lord, it is indeed a sad matter that this affliction should be upon thee. 
My kinsman Abram is a man full of wisdom and the spirit of our Elohim. Send for him, and he shall tell thee how to be delivered from these bonds, that thou mayest freely take me to thyself. Now this he said at the direction of Yahuwah our Elohim, and Yahuwah softened Pharaoh's heart, that he hearkened unto her words, and he sent Sholem, one of his chief ministers, unto my camp. Chapter 71 When Sholem arrived in camp, he was, according to my directions, led to the tent of Lot. And when he had entered the tent, he bowed before Lot and said, My lord Pharaoh and all the males of the land of Egypt have been cursed that they are unable to come at their wives. But it hath been told Pharaoh by his handmaiden Sarai that her kinsman Abram is a man full of wisdom and of the spirit of your Elohim. Let him, therefore, come and lay his hands upon my lord Pharaoh and pray for him that he may be healed and live. But Lot said to him, As long as his wife Sarai remains with the king, my uncle Abram will not be able to pray for him. Be off thou and tell the king to release the woman to her husband. Then he will pray for him and he will be healed. Chapter 72 When Shalom heard these words, he was amazed and he went straightway to the king. My lord king, said he, this curse hath come on account of Sarai, the wife of Abram. Let Sarai be restored to her husband Abram, and this curse will be lifted from off all the males of Egypt. Upon hearing these words, the king asked Sarai, saying, Is this thing so? Yea, my lord, she replied, and it is done that thou mightest behold the power of Elohim. For when thine heart lusted after me, thou should have asked, and not taken me by force. But this is done that the glory of Elohim might be revealed, that thou should turn from the worship of dumb idols to the worship of the true and living Elohim. Chapter 73 Hearing these words, Pharaoh summoned me to him, and when I entered his presence he asked, What is this that hath been done? For I have taken Sarai to wife while she was yet your wife, and for this thing a curse hath fallen upon me, and all males in the land of Egypt. Therefore, pray for me, that this curse may be removed from us. According to Pharaoh's request, I laid mine hands upon him and prayed over him, and he and all the males of Egypt were healed. Chapter 74 When the king had been blessed, he was that he had recovered, and he praised Yahuwah for his recovery. Wherefore, I took him into his garden and baptized him in the name of Yahuwah, and all his household with him. And when I had blessed him again, Sarai came before him, and he knew that he had been healed, for the spirit of Elohim fell upon him with this testimony, and the witness thereof was sure. Chapter 75 Then Pharaoh arose and praised Yahuwah, and proclaimed to all his people that they should worship the Most High Elohim, who had healed them. And he desired to enter into a covenant of eternal brotherhood with me, that I should be his father, and he should be my son. Wherefore I said unto Pharaoh, Put forth thine hand upon my thigh, and I will make thee swear before Yahuwah, the Elohim of heaven and earth, that thou shalt be true to me, and thine heirs to mine heirs forever, and I shall receive thee unto myself to be my son, and brother to inherit all the blessings of mine house, and to bear my priesthood forever. Wherefore Pharaoh put his hand upon my thigh, and swore to me according to this oath. And when he had sworn, Lot sealed him mine, that he should be my son in time and eternity. 
and Pharaoh rejoiced therein. Chapter 76 And the king clothed me in his own robes, and seated me upon his throne, placing his own crown upon my head, and a scepter in mine hand. And I did teach him and his people in all the mysteries of godliness from first to last. For Pharaoh did introduce me into the temple, which had been built by the fathers, commenced by father Seth, and completed by father Shem after the great flood. And therein I did officiate in the rites and ordinances of the house of Yahuwah. And Pharaoh made all matters right with Sarai, and he blessed her with the outpouring of his spirit, and she was blessed in his presence. And he gave unto her Hagar his own daughter, also to be her companion, and to Hagar he gave many gifts. And I was seven years in the land of Egypt, teaching the gospel and administering unto Pharaoh and his household, and all the Egyptians the blessings, rites, and ordinances of the gospel with the power thereof. And I established among them the order of the fathers and the priesthood thereof until the name of Yahuwah was glorified throughout the land of Egypt. And I taught the people the nature of the heavens and of the earth and the plan of salvation and the blessings of Yahuwah unto those who serve him in purity of heart and to believe on the son of Elohim who should come to make an atonement for their sins. And so great was the power of Elohim among us that in time all of the Egyptians had turned from their idolatry to the worship of the true Elohim. And I and my people had cause to rejoice in the fruits of labors.